Canada should keep first-past-the-post voting system. This is a Frontier Centre for Public Policy recording. All Frontier Centre for Public Policy recordings are in the public domain. For more information, visit www.fcpp.org. Recording by D. McCreary. Canada should keep first-past-the-post voting system by Michael Bassett, former Cabinet Minister in the Labour Government of New Zealand from 1984 to 1990. There are as many electoral engineers in this world as there are social engineers. They want to devise ingenious systems to advance vague concepts, such as inclusiveness, while failing to define adequately what that means. Nor do they explore whether the people they want to help really want to be helped. How do the electoral engineers know that most of the people who voted for third, fourth, or fifth parties were not consciously making a statement in the full knowledge that their votes in the end were unlikely to influence the outcome. All the studies that have been done in New Zealand show that the sentiment, a plague on both your houses, motivated the majority who voted for MMP in New Zealand's 1993 referendum. There is virtually no evidence that the people share the electoral engineers' beliefs about inclusiveness. The more the two main parties declared their support for first-past-the-post, the more the public suspected something unpleasant in the woodpile. No sooner did the new MMP system begin to operate that a clamor arose to return to the old. In practice, MMP in New Zealand mainstreamed oddballs and institutionalized minorities that were unable to gain traction under the former rules. Monetary reformers with cranky ideas that had been subjected to careful scrutiny by royal commissions, but who refused to accept the findings, found their way out of obscurity and into Parliament. Ex-Trotskyists, old communists, and the sorts of ideas that the world has been discarding over the last two decades have all been given a new lease of life in New Zealand. No wonder that overseas investors have slowly lost interest in New Zealand, for which they once held such high hopes— MMP has the capacity to turn a country into a living museum of failed 20th century nostrums. Perhaps the most practical drawback to MMP is the fact that, by its very nature, the system diminishes voters' legitimate political expectations. In New Zealand's elections under MMP, large numbers voted for a set of policies, and the parties advancing those ideas have won. But in the post-election maneuvering between factions, saw many key policies which were the subject of their choices jettisoned. MMP has empowered the politicians at the expense of the voters, and the caliber of the politicians empowered by the new system has also declined measurably. Few New Zealanders think that MMP has produced a parliament of equal intellectual caliber to the system it replaced. On a day-to-day basis, MMP makes legislation difficult. The New Zealand Parliament had before it, for example, a major health and disability bill that restructured much of the health system. When it first appeared before the House, the bill contained a few blemishes which were tidied by a select committee. However, all the parties in Parliament have different views about health and the government's role in its provision. Since the Labour Party, which was the biggest single party in the House, didn't have an overall majority, and together with its coalition partner fell one short of 50%. The factions busily horse-traded over individual clauses as the legislation was in its penultimate stage of debate. New fads were inserted at the behest of small minorities. What began life as a late-model automobile with the potential to be a champion roadster turned out to be a clapboard jalopy, which might not make it to the nearest pump. 
Several years ago, New Zealand was being watched because of the systematic, carefully staged series of reforms it put into place to salvage an ailing economy. The program was enacted by a Labour government under FPP. After three years of radical reform, the voters re-elected the government with an increased majority. The following national government continued those reforms until electoral reforms were made. As a result, New Zealand's economic progress slowed dramatically. Those countries wanting a peep at a future under proportional representation should take careful note. MMP played a big part on shutting the door on further structural reform. The same people whom the electoral engineers want to include possess a capacity to shoot themselves and everyone else in the foot. Thank you for listening. This has been a Frontier Centre for Public Policy audio recording. The Frontier Center for Public Policy is an independent, non-profit organization that undertakes research and education in support of economic growth and social outcomes that will enhance the quality of life in our communities. Through a variety of publications and public forums, Frontier explores policy innovations required to make Canada a winner in the open economy. It also provides new insights into solving important issues facing our cities, towns, and provinces. These include improving the performance of public expenditures in important areas such as local government, education, health, and social policy. The Frontier Centre does not accept any government funding. For more information, visit our website at www.fcpp.org.